Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 73rd episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 42nd episode as part of my partnership with The Avail List, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Angie Amata, who is most recently an account supervisor at Scout and is part of the December spotlight for The Avail List. You know, Angie, Angie, really happy to have you here. Hi, happy to be here. Maybe first start off by just telling everyone how you're dealing with the pandemic, where you've been quarantining, and how you've been keeping busy. Huh. Um, I would say that I have been, as you can see in my room right now, I have all my plants that are trying to keep me sane as much as possible. Um, we did do a little bit of getting into the sourdough trend which is uh, dropped off a little bit. Um, but yeah, just trying to keep ourselves sane with, you know, projects around the house and uh, I've got two dogs in a new yard. So been playing with them a lot. It's a little bit colder here in Atlanta. So haven't been able to do that as much, but doing what we can. Have you been able to flex, you know, any creative muscles, do any side projects, you know, in addition to planting, walking the dogs, baking, um, all that kind of fun stuff? Uh, you, a lot of feng shuiing in my, my house. We just moved into our house a, about a year ago and uh, haven't really had time to really design it, organize how we want it to be before COVID and then COVID happened. And then we were all of a sudden inundated with time. So that, that's been nice. Good to have those little side projects. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe just tell everyone a little bit about yourself, how you got into the industry, maybe some clients you've worked on and where you've worked. Sure. So uh, fun fact about myself, I always call it my, my previous life, my pre-marketing advertising life. Um, out of high school, I went to school for photography. And um, that was really kind of my entrance into the, the creative world. And uh, loved photography, uh, but really decided I didn't want to always have to be in charge of the great idea and the next big idea and wanted to still be in that world and touch it but not necessarily be responsible for that so um <laughs> the last recession i actually went back to school for marketing um because i had i had been laid off uh previously um as a studio manager went back to school for marketing and decided i wanted to do account services you know just to kind of be kind of on both sides of be a part of the creative, but also work with people and work with the clients. Yeah. That's... Oh, go ahead. No, keep going. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been lucky to work at a lot of uh, different agencies here in Atlanta. Um, some some big shops and some some little houses, um, and been able to touch a lot of different brands. Been on the B two B side, but mostly in retail and consumer. Um, I've worked on Bed Bath and Beyond and Bye Bye Baby, um, and AT and T, and most recently uh, working on a consumer packaged good account for Rich's Foods. And um, with my next move, what I really want to do is I want to go do project management specifically. You know, I touch that a lot in account services, but want to really focus on that. And um, ideally would like to go in-house um, just because I think that um, while I love, you know, a, a full stack of beer in the fridge and a break room, a break room with a, a pool table, you know, I'm getting a little bit older and think that, you know, the agency hustle might be, I might be out growing out of that. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you have that kind of creative background. 
and kind of you know pivoted to account management and now pivoting to project management. And you answered my next question of what you're looking for in your next role. But what is the reasoning to kind of pivot from you know account to project management? I think just with maybe again, it's like kind of how I want to be structuring my future. I feel like project management has a lot more um has a lot more opportunity where you know I could potentially take it out of you know the marketing field within any type of company and you know do operations do um you know process improvements um you know really uh, try other things again I really would love to still be a part of that like creative framework and the creative mindset um but and you know if I could find you know a great strong brand to do that I feel like I would still touch that no matter what departments I go into yeah, totally. I think that's a smart approach. As a PM, you still kind of dabble in a few other areas as well. So you're still, you know, getting your feet wet there, but getting to kind of transition to a different yeah. role. Yeah. What are some of your best qualities? Um, I think both a, um, a, a best quality and, a, you know, a worst quality sometimes, you know, it's kind of the, the two sides of the coin is um, I feel like I, I, I'm very good with the details. Sometimes I think that I can sometimes be too involved in the details, um, which I think, again, as an account person might have been a problem, but I'm hoping will be a boom when I move to project management because it really is all about like making sure that you have all the information so that your team can take that and run with it. Yeah, totally. I think that's, you know, really important, especially as you transition to PM. And I think there are a lot of skills that you know really help as an account manager that translate really well again to being a project manager yeah yeah do you have a favorite project that you've worked on um one of the of one in my first role as an account coordinator at um on the bye bye baby account we actually worked on so what what bye bye baby has um or they had i'm not really sure i don't really follow them as much anymore i have two um, dog children, but don't have any children, children, which I'm perfectly fine with. <laughs> um, they had, uh, in their stores, they had a baby book, which was a print, you know, uh, hard copy baby book with, you know, tips and tricks with products to use, especially if you're like a first time parent, um, that can be really helpful as you're trying to navigate, you know, pregnancy and, and having a child for the first time. And, I don't know if you can hear my dog in the dog in the background. She's kind of freaking out. If you can, I apologize. Don't worry about it. My is somewhat quiet as well. So this <laughs> is the the world we're living in. You hear dogs. You hear kids. You hear everything. Exactly. Um, but what was interesting about that project is um, we, when I was there, we translated that into an online experience. We we made an online baby book so that we could promote that via digital channels. And so it was really great because, you know, we were at the same time working with our print team as they were trying to update it for the new year, but also like, how can that live and how can that translate onto the digital space and how can we promote it via our digital channels? And so that was, I think, one of my favorite projects because we got to be involved with the photography, we got to be involved with like the print layout, but then also like, how can we translate that digitally? Um, and I, it, it was a great it was a great brand to work on overall because it did kind of it did get to play with babies and then hand them back to their mothers <laughs> exactly that's always nice a really cool project like you said being able to one create the book but then turn it into you know this kind of digital approach and making sure it has legs so really really cool being able to work on something like that it's always nice when there's a physical 
product to show for yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. You touched on it already, but what will agencies be getting if they did hire you? I feel like they'll be able to get kind of the best of both worlds of, you know, I have this, you know, this appreciation and love for the creative and I have a slightly creative mind, but also have analytical um, mindset as well, you know, and, and understand like what the, what the client's thinking and what they are working on, but also like be able to empathize with the creative team and with all the and what they need. Um, and again, really just be able to do whatever I can to make the internal team's jobs easier because, you know, yes, it is about the client and the client's work overall. It's also at the end of the day, like about, you know, the team's, you know, best interests and well being. And um, I feel like that's something that I can really bring to the table. Yeah. Do you have a preference, you know, full time over freelance, open to both? Preference would be full time. Um, I think we're, we're in a we're in a gig economy right now, and you know we're in a we're in a freelance mindset too. Um, so I'm definitely not opposed to that, but you know full time would be ideal. And I saw you were the president of the Atlanta Ad Club for a little bit. Are you still involved? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So I have been involved with the Atlanta Ad Club. They're the Atlanta chapter of the um, AAF, American Advertising Federation. Um, I've been involved since 2013. And yeah, just recently stepped down as president. I'm now the immediate past president. And <laughs> I, I give all credit in the world to Jenna, our, our new president, because she's had to, like, she signed up, like, in the middle of COVID. And we've had to really navigate, like, who we are as a club when our, our in-person interaction is not an option. Um, and so what I've really enjoyed helping her out as, you know, both a support for her as she onboards as president, but also stepping down in that leadership capacity is I'm able to do a lot more consulting across the different initiatives, especially as we build like our membership benefits and who we are as a club in a remote and digital space. Um, and so I've been working with like our membership teams and our sponsorship teams and our creative teams to really like bring that out and strengthen that. So I, I've, it was weird to hand my baby off to somebody <laughs> else because it, it has been mine so for such a long time, but I love that, you know, I'm able to kind of help drive and build some of those new frameworks. Yeah, doing that for seven years is amazing. And I agree, it's kind of a, an interesting time for you know committees and clubs, just knowing a lot of the in-person stuff can't happen anymore. But how do you shift to you know these digital moments and still have the effect that you want these kind of clubs to have? Exactly. It, it's it's been tricky, but I, I think we're I think we're figuring it out. And what do you like to do outside of work? My dog is my dog is barking and I'm trying to get her up here so that she calms down. Um, I, it's been hard again in the, in the COVID space. I love to go to movies. And right now I, the thought of sitting in a big dark room with strangers eating popcorn is terrifying. So um, we've been there. We're lucky that we have a few drive-ins around us. So we've been able to, to do that. I actually saw um, Die Hard at the drive-in a few weeks ago, which Yes, it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> it is a Christmas movie, and I will not hear to the contrary. That's awesome. Um, and then, yeah, we've been, as you can see, the, the again, I'm a plant mom, so um, been nurturing my plants, and um, this is my first uh, winter with bringing all of our plants inside, so all of our window space is 
full of plants. Um, and yeah, just, just being, we're trying, I'm trying to get more into cooking because another thing that I like doing in a non COVID world is go out to eat and can't really do that either. Yeah. I've, I've been trying to cook a lot too. And half the time it's, it's, you know, come up pretty solid. Another half I'm like, oh, I wish I could just go to a restaurant. It's always better, but it's fun to try at least to, you know, cook something good. Yeah. And I will just show how cute my dog is. Oh, what a sweetheart. And she, she's like, I don't want to be on camera. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's sleeping on the couch. We'll let him be, but he would start barking if he saw yours. Yeah. <laughs> That's really it for me. I mean, the last question is if you have a dream client agency or brand that you want to give a little shout out to. I'll give a shout out to a few of my Atlanta agency, fellow Atlanta agencies, um, Chemistry and Dagger and um, Moxie and Fitzco. Um, and I know there's another one. Um, they've been doing um, this initiative for diversity for a few years now. And um, that's been another thing that I think they were kind of before the times with this past year with all of the, yeah. um, you know, with all of the protests and, and the, the George Floyd um, uh, movement. And I've, I'm really happy that that's something that they were doing before this and they've been strength, strengthening that. Um, even after that. And so it's, I've been proud of the work that I've seen out of Atlanta in the diversity space. And I feel like that's only gonna be better um, as the years go by. But, you know, kind of one of the things I love living in Atlanta, it's a, a great diverse uh, melting pot. I think sometimes, <laughs> I don't wanna say that can negatively affect you, but I feel like it can make you feel like you're in a nice, like liberal inclusive bubble. and Obviously, that's not what the world is, but um, that's what I love about living in Atlanta and the agencies that we have here. Yeah, really nice agency community there. And I agree, hopefully all these agencies continue pushing with the diversity and inclusion and don't just say it, but really back it up because it is really important always and especially now, for sure. That's that's really it for me. Here's my dog now itching to come in and say hi. So I'll let, let him get up here. And, hi. hi, Fred. So I'll let him say hi. <laughs> What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, I would say over LinkedIn um, would probably be the best way um, because that I'm checking that every day. I now have it on my computer um, and on my phone. So yeah, I'd say my LinkedIn. Great. Well, thanks so much for hopping on and, and doing something like this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. Good luck. And yeah, thanks. Thanks so much. Cool. Bye, everybody. And that's a wrap for the 73rd episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who wants to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me a note at M-A-L-O-W 930 at gmail.com and check out the availlist.com for a long list of people who are ready to get back to work. You can now check out these you know, episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Bouncing Back and Advertising. Thanks so much. <laughs>